Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, Steve. Well. To talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Do you watch Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. That is. Weirdo. Hey, Donna. It's a Friday. Usually there's new music we can sample. Uh, yeah, we'll get to some cold play. How about that? <gasps> oh, you know how to keep me around. You know it, buddy. Boo. Coldplay concert. Last concert I went to, I think. Really? So, U.S. Bank Stadium. I was. Um, I would like to use victim language here okay. and say that I was overserved. <laughs> <laughs> Moscow Mules. Oh, those are good. And it was just I was there with Mikey Marcotte, former producer for Twin Cities Live, and he kept coming by, and he would just fill me up another one, and I love Coldplay. And it all came to a grinding halt by the end when I was walking out. And this wall at U.S. Bank Stadium walked right into me. Oh, wow. That's a problem. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, man. <laughs> that was not a, proud, that. not a proud moment. Yeah, that was not yeah I, didn't, I didn't remember that you went to a Coldplay show. I bet that was great. They're, they put on a show, man. They put on a show. U.S. Bank, everybody's got the lit up bracelets. That you wear that oh, are yeah. synchronized to their songs, so oh, things fun. are happening at different points. It was pretty, pretty cool. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Okay, um, first let's start with Chris Cornell, who, if you recall, uh, was found dead back in 2017. Um, he oh, died by suicide. Long. Yeah, his wife and his uh, kids actually sued a Beverly Hills doctor who prescribed him medications, including anti-anxiety pills, hmm. um, which were found in his system. Um, so they reached a confidential settlement with this doctor over a mal, uh, malpractice lawsuit that accused the doctor of writing him scripts for dangerous and mind-altering prescription medications that led to his death. And I believe the suit said that the doctor prescribed these prescriptions without even seeing him. Mm. Oh, not good. Mm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So he was survived by his wife, Vicky. And then they've, he had a 16-year-old daughter. Well, she's 16 now. A 15-year-old son. And, yeah, he's an internist and a cardiologist who practices in Beverly Hills. And he over-prescribed the singer these 
drugs without any kind of, you know, medical exam first. Hmm. And so this has been years of litigation and settlement negotiations. And there you go. They've reached a settlement. In in some ways, that probably maybe gives them a little bit of closure. Yeah. Yeah. You understand why they do it, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And maybe it does provide a little bit of closure. Did you say the number there? It's a private settlement. Okay. Confidential. You know, but... Yeah, it does make you wonder because if he was susceptible to depression and anxiety, that would be a reason to actually see a person and talk to them. Person, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. exactly. Uh, so that's uh, that's good news from a sad story. Now, childish Gambino, remember his "This Is America" video? Oh boy, man, that was crazy. Yeah. Oh, crazy. it's so good. I could watch that again. Really? Right now. Oh, it was so good. It's good, but it's got an element. It's disturbing. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's well done. Very Provocative. Well done. Yes. Let's yes. put it that way. Provocative art. Yes, Socially absolutely. provocative. Indeed. Well, according to another rapper, This Is America is a blatant ripoff of a track that I guess sounds familiar, has a similar name. Um, and was all over the internet almost two years prior to that video. And this is a new, this is a musician who goes by the name, um, uh, what's his name again? Wes. Uh, Kid. Kid, Kid Wes. Wes. And he's suing uh, Donald Glover now. Wow. He. Um, do, we, do we get to hear Kid Wes's song? Yes, we got a little we bit gotta of it. We got to be really careful. We got to be careful. I got a small portion we can play, and then we can play Childish after that to kind okay. of see a comparison. But there's kind of a lot of uh, words in this one, so we have to watch it. So we'll play the, the Kid West's version that he said was stolen by Childish Gambino first. Excellent, excellent. excellent okay, so that's excellent, Made excellent. in America okay. by Kid West. And here is This is America by Childish I always, I always lean in favor of... The plaintiff? No. Yeah, the, or the defendant? The defendant yeah. in these cases. It's a reach. He you can says, do it in country music. It's a GCD chord progression. You know, I just feel, uh, uh-uh, I'm on the, I rule in favor of Childish Gambino, all rise. Well, Kid West says he created his track on SoundCloud in September of 2016 and then released, released it, released mm. it on YouTube <laughs> Uh, a couple months later, that's where people could listen to it for free. And he said he also registered the song with the U.S. Copyright Office in May of 2017. It was set to be the lead single on his upcoming album. And then, okay, so we're at two, 2017. Mm-hmm. Childish Gambino's This Is America was released in 2018. And, of course, it went on to win a Grammy for Record of the Year and... Yeah. The only one that I rule in favor of the plaintiff is the Stairway to Heaven one mm-hmm. with Talon or Taurus. It Taurus. was. That is that feels like a lift. All the other ones, <laughs> they just don't. Even the even the Robin Thicke. That I know was... I'm probably the minority. I didn't. I did not think that it was as egregious. I am surprised that he ended up losing that court case yeah. with the Marvin Gaye estate. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just want to stay out of the courtroom. That's oh, all I know. So do I. Hear this song by Taurus? <laughs> 
Hey, we don't have time for Coldplay right now. Let's do it right after the break. Okay, sounds that? good. Uh, new music from Coldplay after the break. And then we'll get into a little bit of food news. Then we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Ugh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Ugh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. College of Pop Culture knowledge is coming up in very shortly. Like well, 13 minutes. Set. Oh my gosh, Woo! let the countdown timers begin. Man, I almost won yesterday. That was sad. Uh, it doesn't matter if you almost win. I know. It's all about winning, kids. Don't forget, right? Anti-trophy <laughs> generation. Grant, I know you're with me, bro. Oh, I am a, not a fan of the participation award. Not mm. a fan at all. Mm. Mm, that's mm. good. I'm sorry, but you don't. You, you show up to do your job. You show up to play. You got to earn it to get an award. Yeah, what do you want, a cookie, Donna? Rude. <laughs> hey, you've earned a lot of awards. You've earned your job. You've oh, worked hard yeah. to get there. So have you, Steve. Thank you. You know? Whatever. You weren't just given your jobs or given a trophy. Yeah, yes. you think that CMA earned itself? The one that you have in the shadow box above your fireplace? There you, you think go. that just earned itself? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I have like a light, you know, kind of hitting it. At all times. I would. <laughs> By the way, Donna totally. sent me a picture. we got to get to Coldplay here, and then I need to um, give Donna some props. Let's first play Coldplay. Right. Uh, this you. is their new song. It's called Higher Power, and this premiered in space. Some weird oh, space yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, uh, Yes, that is exactly oh, right. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they decided to, is that what you call it? Premiered? Yeah, it's premiered. Debut? Debuted. In space! Yeah! The last frontier! <laughs> okay, here we go. So they teamed up for a video chat with a French astronaut named Thomas Pesquet, who is currently on board the International Space Station. So, yeah, they that's have alien cool. holograms. Yeah, that's. it looks like they're being beamed back for Star Trek. It's like halfway through the beam. They're kind of like... Digital looking with some fluorescent colors. Really sure. cool production. I like it. Me like you too. Yeah, you know what I like about Chris Martin when he performs? He looks so joyful. He does. He doesn't look cool. He looks joyful. Yes. Oh, Steve, that's lovely. Whatever. Okay, let's do this. Wait. You, no, stop Welcome it. Donna. Stop the car. What's up? I just wanted to give you quick props. Oh, thanks. Donna sent me a picture of the uh, the new landscape lighting that she got put in yesterday oh p shaw because i mean clearly and she got low voltage which isn't 
you know, solar power is the cheaper way to go. Low voltage is what you do when you are a living legend in the industry. I have to tell you, it's a little too bright for me. Oh, no. I think, let me see it. Send me one. All right, I'll send you. I'll send you a video. I got a question about how much it costs, and I know that we won't discuss that on the air, but I got questions. Mm-hmm. How long did it take? It was a day job, right? Yeah. You called yesterday. It was like, they're what still kind of there today. They're just um, they're doing a little bit more. More lighting? Uh, no, just they, they didn't quite finish. So there's there's mulching going on. There's pushing okay. the lights a little deeper lighting. in the ground. The lighting is done. A new transformer has to be put in because... Boy, good thing it's payday today, Gene. <laughs> Ooh, it is. Well, that's one of the questions I had was like, how much more is my electric bill going to be? Oh, come on, Nothing. Grandma. I never care about... My dad asked me that. He said, what about the electric bill with this smoker? I said, you know... Oh. Sure, it's an extra device, but it would it's not in the realm of if you're gonna care about pennies that much, pinch somewhere else. Oh, okay. Sorry. You know, I, I'm I'm kind of in a little bit of a state of looking at my age and going, why am I not enjoying things more? Nice. Why am I not mm-hmm. like Spending it. a little money on something that's going to bring me so much joy. Get yourself something nice. Yeah. Pamper yourself. Damn I'm right. I'm going to. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Uh, now you want to talk about food? I'm not going to hit that thing again. Okay. Hit it, please. You want it? Yeah, just for a second. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yeah, that gets me in the mood to talk about food. Yeah, it kind of does. It reminds me of the state fair for some reason. Oh. <sighs> It's going to be back, by the way. 100%. Oh, sure. 100%. It's gonna, and and, and it, there aren't going to be any restrictions. I, I'm with you. I've said that. I don't think there'll be one restriction. Based on the fact that we could be masked free by June 5th if this continues, why would we have any restrictions at the state fair? I wouldn't have bet that way a week ago. Oh, I, I was on I would that. put Elko. my money there. I put my money there about a month ago, actually. My buddy who runs a few things at the state fair, him and I have been putting wagers on that, and that has been my oh. wager from day one. Okay. Uh, okay, well, back to food news. This would be kind of a cool thing, I suppose, at the State Fair. There is a fresh pizza vending machine that has debuted in Roma. Roma. Oh, what do you know, make it a spaghetti? Are you getting on a cruise? Let's go to Civitavec. It's an actual vending machine. You put money in, you swipe your card, whatever, and then it makes a fresh pizza for you in front of you. You see the process. Oh, that's neat. Which is kind of interesting. And there's this great picture on Reuters of an Italian gentleman who is just really looking at the pizza like, what am I seeing here? It's called Mr. Go Pizza. Sort of just like cut into the side of a wall. Kind of looks like a Coke machine. And then you just order your pizza there. You see it baking inside. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Might as well. And boom, you got yourself a pizza. So it's not like a frozen pizza situation. You, it's apparently fresh. They make it there. It's made to order. Uh, the... American cost per pizza would be like anywhere between five and seven bucks. Okay. 
I think this That's is worth great. It. I love it. The machine needs and tops the dough, and then customers get to watch the pizza cook behind a small <gasps> glass window. That is awesome. Yeah. It's amazing that it debuted in Italy because this feels quintessentially American. American. 100%. You know what, and you know what I love about like authentic Italian pizza? It's so simple. It's just simple. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the picture of that pizza. Yeah, it does. You got some sauce, pie. you got some cheese, thin dough. That's all you need. That's it. I'll um, tell you this All again. the flavors in the sauce. You, you can... want the best pizza I've ever eaten in my life. Guys, you are just up the hill from it. Oh. At Surly, their pizza place yes, is called saying. Who's Your Daddy. Oh. I am telling you, get that pizza. It will blow your mind. All right. I'll remember that. No, I let's won't. Let's play a game. Yeah, you know where you will. You'll forget it by 11. All yeah, right, let's play a game. It's true. <laughs> it is uh, called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. 651-641-1071. You can give us a call right now. Bet on me or Donna. And if you bet on the right person, you win a great prize. So let's play 651 641 1071. It's Don and Steve. Warm weather is finally here. It's summertime and the perfect time to join the Y. The Y has outdoor pools and splash decks at locations throughout the area for fun days with family and friends. And here's the best part. If you join by May 13th, you'll get $5 enrollment and 25% off dues for the whole summer. Swim on over to ymcanorth.org and join today. And we're back. Good morning. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment Friday edition of this. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, Don and Steve, we are set to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge on this wonderful Friday afternoon, and we have the amazing and the talented Kelly from Coon Rapids with us. How you doing, Kelly? I'm good. Thank you. Kelly Belly, do you spell it with a Y or an I? Or an I-E. Well, my word, you, you can't even ask that question. Y is the only way to spell it. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate your perspective. I work with an I. And it is difficult. (laughs) She is pretentious. All the things you would expect from an eye. (laughs) My friend and I went to New York and saw Kelly um, Rippa, and that was the way we got to get a picture with her. We told her that we spell her name with a Y. We're both Kelly with a Y, and that was what got us in to take a picture with her. She said, I'll bring you in. Yeah, there you go. That's what you get. (laughs) Got to stick together. the right way. All right, Kelly. Well, you're playing for a My Talk t-shirt, and you can play with either Donna or Steve today. And the topic is John Favreau Projects. Oh, jeez. John Favreau Projects. Oh, no. Yes. So it yes, could I be movies. It could be TV. Oh, no. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. No, 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 no. <laughs> Kelly, what are you doing? I'm sorry, Steve, but I'm, I'm, I'm Team Donna here. Yeah, Steve, get out of here. Hey, knock, yeah. knock. Who's there? Screw you. I'm leaving. Bye, Bye. Steve. <laughs> Oh, I'm not going to remember any of these. I think you'll do all right. We should we we should have some fun with this one. All right, Kelly. So what we'll do is we'll go through Donna, get her questions and or get get her answers, and then we'll come back to you and see if you can help her out in any way. Okay. Okay. All right. Stay on hold for us. And Donna, are you ready? Okay. Ready to go? Yes. All righty. In 2014, John directed and starred in this film about a guy who quits his restaurant job and buys a food truck in an effort to reclaim his creative promise while piecing back together his estranged family. 
What is this movie? No clue. True or false, John Favreau directed the cult classic movie Swingers. True. In the sitcom Friends, John Favreau's character Pete Becker dated Monica. Pete decides to give up his career as a multi-millionaire computer software developer to pursue what dream? Oh my god. No clue. Really? I don't I didn't watch oh, you Friends. Didn't watch Friends. I'm going to say to become a uh to join the circus. <laughs> join the circus. <laughs> Kelly, you got to help me. Kelly, 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 Kelly. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. <laughs> one of my favorite time, one of my favorite episodes of Cheers is the Kelly song. All right, Kelly, can you help Don out with any of those? The first one was in 2014. John directed and starred in a film about a guy who quits his restaurant job to buy a food truck in an effort to reclaim his creative promise while piecing back together his estranged family. What is this movie? Oh, my word. You're not going to believe this. I just watched this movie like last weekend on yes. Netflix, and I can't even remember. I feel like it's the name of somebody, but... Ah, I got to think about that for a second. But the uh, the third one, isn't that um, like a um, super fighter kickboxer? Um, What was that? (laughs) Uh, Like a... Like an MMA fighter? Yeah, like a... Yeah, like a... um, There's a specific word, but like, yeah, MMA kickboxer. Okay. So you you got MMA kickboxer for the third one, which is the job he quit to be a multimillionaire software developer to become a MMA fighter. Donna said true... To the fact that John, to the idea that John Favreau yeah. directed it, the cult classic Swingers, and then you have yet to give me a name for the first one. Can you think of it yet? Oh, I want to say. Oh no, I don't remember. That's okay. Sorry. That's, That's okay. okay. Steve is making faces at us right now. All right, Steve, come on, come on, come on, buddy. Come on. He's just licking his chops for come this on, one. Come on, buddy. Boo. All right, Kelly, we'll come back to you at the end here. Thank you so much for your help. Okay. I'm going down. Love the high pitch there. Steve, Thanks, are you ready to Yo, go? That took forever, guys. What were you playing, Risk? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, all right? In tw- you ready to go? I don't care. Okay. In 2014, <laughs> John directed and starred in this film about a guy who quits his restaurant job and buys a food truck in an effort to reclaim his creative promise while piecing back together his estranged family. What is this movie? I believe it's just called Chef. True or false, John Favreau directed the cult classic movie Swingers. This feels like a trick question. Did he write it and not direct it? I think you're asking me a trick question. I'm going to say he wrote it false. In the sitcom Friends, John Favreau's character, Pete Becker, dated Monica. Pete decides to give up his career as a multimillionaire computer software developer to pursue what dream? MMA. I'm going to stick with those answers, and I think I may have just screwed myself there, but I have a feeling he wrote but didn't direct Swingers, but I think I may have just gotten too cute there. Dang it! You are so money. Let's see what what the answers are here, guys. Okay, Kelly's back with us. In 2014, John directed and starred in this film about a guy who quits his restaurant job to buy a food truck and get his creative promise back. That movie was, in fact, Chef. So, Steve, you got that correct as the... Correct first one. And did the girls get that one right? They did not. They both passed on it. They unfortunately Kelly had just watched the movie last week but couldn't remember. Oh the my name. Kelly. So right now Steve <laughs> is up one to nothing. The next one. Actually, let's go to in the sitcom Friends, John Favreau's character Pete Becker dated Monica and decides to give up his career as a multi-million millionaire computer software developer to pursue what dream? MMA fighter, you both guessed, and that was correct. Thank, nice job, Kelly, on coming in to help Donna out with that one. I, I said to join this. He joined the circus. Yes. So, <laughs> right now, Steve's got two. 
He directed it. Dang it. Here we go. True or false? John Favreau directed the cult classic movie Swingers. It, it felt is, too easy, and so that's why I went false. Steve, it is false. He actually did write the yes. film and did Dude. start in it. Aww. It was directed by Doug Lyman. So wow. you were 100% correct in your yeah. assumption, Steve. Yo, nice job. buddy. Oh, I'm so Kelly, bummed. I am so irritated with you because I wanted to win this for you, and you knew that I was the right horse to saddle up on, and here you are, empty-handed. And trying to distance yourself from Donna now, I presume. Oh, no, no. I think I'm always going to be Team Donna. I'm always rooting for her. Oh. I'm always yelling at the phone for her. Well, oh, you want to try to yell? yelling at the radio. Do you want to try to yell your name real quick for the tiebreaker for fun? Oh, yeah. for fun. Okay. okay. All right, let's do this. So if you know it, just yell your name, Kelly, with a Y, all right? Mm-hmm. John Favreau directed the beloved Christmas classic Elf. What was the name of the now-canceled song that Will Ferrell and Zoe Deschanel sang? Steve. Steve. Baby, it's cold outside. I really can't stay. Wow, Steve ran the table there. I got to go away. I've never actually seen that movie. <laughs> I don't oh, think I've seen the whole see thing it. either. It's really cute. You should see it. Lean into it. You'd like it this evening. I love Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, I'm a adorable. total new girl fan. Oh, uh, what a show. So good. What a show. I mean, Kelly. And I love Schmidt. Schmidt. I was just going to say, <laughs> can we talk about Schmidt for a minute? I mean, talk about one of the greatest TV sitcom characters <laughs> Of all time. Virtually anything he said was interesting. Everything. <laughs> uh, Kelly, next time team up with me. Maybe I'll go every other them. All right, oh, fine. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Sorry. Okay. Have a good weekend. You bye, too. Kelly. And if you're a mom, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Bye. Donna, bye. you can't do that. She said she's not at the end. Don't do that. That's weird. Oh. And if you're a mom... Hey, and if you're a boss, happy Boss's Day. Just why don't you just well? What if you don't celebrate Christmas? And I say Merry Christmas. Shouldn't I say if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas? No, you shouldn't. I don't think. (laughs) No, just say Merry Christmas. I think let's by and large too. Everybody kind of. I don't think a lot of. I think all of culture seems to more or less celebrate Christmas as a holiday. Only some celebrate it as also a religious event. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm an idiot. I think it's nice to say happy Hanukkah. All right, I do too. I just don't want you questioning people right before you say something. Or just, and if you're... Are you? Are you not? Like, that's like you walk around, hey, and if you're Jewish, happy Hanukkah. Well, okay, thank you, I'm not, but she wasn't a mother. You made it weird for us. Well, you make it weird all the time when you don't remember people's names. Well, leave that to me. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show. I have some good stuff. You're going to love these. Here's a tip. All right. Take some money from your wallet and put it in your winter coat before storing. <laughs> That's fun. Because then you'll have a nice surprise. Right? Yeah, that is fun. Yeah, I'll do that. I know somebody who does that. Who was that person that I spoke with? The person who probably wrote this It's tip. Ben Muscles. He is a, uh, a commercial production producer for us. Ben Muscles. Five Eyewitness News. Yes. And mm. he does that. He puts money into his pocket so that then when he brings out his winter jacket, it's kind of a bummer. It's like, oh, winter's here. And then he puts his hand in his pocket and it's like 20 bucks. I love that. That's that is great. Cool. That is a fun way to make yourself happy. Yes. Mm. Okay, if you go to supercook.com, yes. 
You can enter ingredients you already have readily available, and it will tell you what meals you can make I as love well as how to prepare them. Come on, Queen. I'm going to like it. I like it a lot. Mm, I got one more. If it's good, you're going to get a C chord. This is for the animal lover in you. If you visit a zoo, wear the same colors as the employees. The animals will come up to you instead of backing away. Thank you, Minneapolis. <laughs> that was good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. We'll see you next it's week. It's been a blast. Yeah, we'll yeah, see you no, next you week. You did yeah. really good, Donna. Thanks a lot, Steve. I, did yeah. I redeem myself from saying Happy Mother's Day if you're a mother? Yeah. Hey, one more thing. Happy Mother's Day if you're a mom. And then she said, ha, ha, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> For that one, I would give it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to go. All right, fine. We're going to come back, though. Oh, cool. Like just um, after the break? Yes, yes. Elon Musk is... Did I say... That's right. Elon Musk, right? That sounds a little so weird. weird. It's like when you say grocery a lot of times. Nothing makes sense anymore. I get it. So true. Anyway, he's hosting <laughs> Saturday Night Live over the weekend. We've come across uh, a few promos that we'll share with you. And also, the worst SNL hosts of all time. Oh, yes. We have a list. Coming up next on My Talk. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Are you excited to watch uh, SNL? You know, I actually am for the first time in a while, and it's because of the splash casting for the co-host this or the host this week with Elon Musk. I just want to see. I want to see it, whether it's great or it's bad. I want to see his monologue. I want to see usually the monologue and the first two sketches. That's all I need from SNL. Monologue, a sketch or two, and then the weekend update. Okay. See, and I'm not a fan of weekend update. That's my least favorite. And I know I'm in the minority, but I'm just like, eh, eh. Well, one of my buddies is involved. I have a buddy who works there. What? Oh, um... So oh, Colin, Colin, Colin Jost. Jost okay. is, well, I don't know, Donna. What is someone if you've run your fingers through their hair? Frightened? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Steve. Okay, I get it. I do like to look at him. Um, okay. Miley Cyrus, I don't know what is up with her hair. She is a wild She child. is a nut. I kind of love it. She's got like this 80s eyeshadow going on this spiky, weird hairdo and some kind of Muppet outfit on. So in the promo, it's Miley Cyrus. In the middle is Elon Musk. And then uh, Cicely Strong is on the other side. So the first voice you'll hear will be Elon Musk. Kick it. Oh, you don't have it? Oh, sorry. I didn't make it yellow. It's in the link. Link it up. Link it up. And by the way, Elon Musk looks like uh, Jesse James here. Yeah. Looks like he's ready to hold up a train car. Yes, for sure. He's got the bandana mask. Yeah. People. Hi, I'm Elon. Okay, here we go. I'm Elon Musk, and I'm hosting SNL this week with musical guest Miley Cyrus. And I'm a wild card, so there's no telling what I might do. Same here. Rules, no thing. It's also the Mother's Day show, so your moms aren't going to be here. (sighs) Forget what I said. Fine, we'll be good-ish. Hi, I'm Elon Musk, and I'm hosting SNL this week with musical guest Miley Cyrus. What's new with you, Elon? I just did a successful rocket launch this week. Hmm. Wow. Well, I did my laundry. Congrats. (laughs) Actually, no, I didn't. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean... I do like that he said congrats. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I love when they have their moms all come out. That's Did- really sweet. Oh, is that a thing? Yes, every Mother's Day they have all their moms with them. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really sweet. And it usually, I feel like it takes place in the beginning. That's awesome. Uh, no, right? And you know Miley Cyrus is going to be fabulous. She's going to be great. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. To see what happens. I mean, what kind of accent does he have? Genius. Mm. <laughs> Geniuses can't just speak normally. There's always there's got to be a little something that is just I'm with you off and yes, like, eccentric. Okay, eccentric. I'm just excited to see how he acts because in his promo there he could barely spit out launch the spaceship. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like sh- he said sh- it really sh- fast. Sh- yeah. a spaceship. What I think he's going to be pretty stiff. A little bit, oh, but yes. I think that that could play funny. It, it can yes if he does just the straight face. Interested but deadpan. Yes, I think it could be funny. <laughs> That'll be great. Now, and hopefully he won't make this list that you came across. The worst host of all time. <laughs> Do you remember watching an episode and saying, "Oh my gosh, that was tough to watch"? Rolling Stone put together a list. Uh, I'm going to read it. I'll just start with number one. Let's just go right to it. Steven Seagal. Oh. 1991. <laughs> Yeah, not good. They say he was terrible all around from his first interactions with the writers to almost quitting mid-episode. I wonder why. I don't know. Probably not enough kung fu in it or something like that. (laughs) Not enough robes. We... There was a show on Reels, a Steven Seagal show years ago, and I was working there when we acquired the show. And man, we all just had to like get knee-deep in Steven Seagal's show. And talk about it a lot. And it just wasn't... You don't watch Seagal and say, Whew, I was taken by that performance. (laughs) So that was a little challenging. Um, The other one that came in, number two on the list, was uh, former President Donald Trump. Terrible. He was beginning his presidential campaign. Uh, There were already some controversial things out there. But... He did it, if you remember that. Yeah, and then they totally turned on him. (laughs) Then they totally turned on him when he became president. Yeah, he probably was like, this is good. Now I got some people on my side. Yeah, no. No, you don't. Not so fast. (laughs) Frank Zappa hosted SNL in 1978. They say that he goofed on the cast and the show during the broadcast, making funny faces and ad-libbing comments about how fake it was. (laughs) It's like, Frank, come on, man. Just play the part. Cool it. Oh, my God. I love it. Milton Berle hosted in 1979. Wow. Milton Berle. Berle? Berle. He clashed with the cast, clashed with the crew, then went off script on live TV telling long and offensive jokes. Mm. Not good. (laughs) Not good. But fun to watch. I love watching a good train wreck happen as you're... Me too. Man, I will never forget when I watched Tom Cruise... Live, I mean, it wasn't a live show, but just watching it as it's happening Oprah? and texting. Yes, when he was jumping on the couch, and I'm like, "You have to put Oprah on right now. Something is happening, and it's it's very alarming." I love that stuff. How about goofy. Uh, Tom Green hosted in 2000? He did a lot of his own shtick and did not it didn't really suit the the NBC taste. I remember mm. the first Tom Green show I watched when I was a kid. Um, I was I was I don't know 16 or 17. And at the end of the show, 
he ended up sucking milk from the udder of a cow. And it was about... Did you say Tom Green? Tom Green. I remember this. (laughs) It was about the hardest I'd ever laughed to that point in my life because I couldn't even believe that it came into his head and that much less they rolled on it. It was really crazy. You remember the, this is the Tom Green show. Yes. It's not the Green Tom show. This is my favorite show because it is my show. It's the Tom Green show. Yeah. That was the intro. I didn't, you know, and he was kind of like, a daredevil before there were daredevils. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dare me to do this. Kind of jackassy. Yes. You know? Correct. But then they went next level. Yeah, they did. Uh, Nancy Kerrigan comes in on the list 1994. She seemed to hate it, particularly because she was more famous for the Tanya Harding scandal than being an Olympic athlete. Well, we're sorry. We didn't smack your knees. Right? Like, you can't help why you're famous. Like... <laughs> Great, could you isolate that? Yeah, we're sorry. In case we ever, in case we ever get Nancy on the show. Sorry, we didn't, didn't smack, smack your knees. knees. <laughs> With a bat? It wasn't that crazy. Crowbar, I think. Wasn't it a crowbar? Oh, was it a crowbar? I always think of the club. Remember the club on... Uh, you ever pass a vehicle that still uses the club, the anti-theft device? Oh, <laughs> the red little... No, yeah. steering wheel. Oh, my gosh. My mom used to lock up our 1984 Dodge Ram van as though it was a Bentley. I better put uh, the club on. We were in small towns, and she was clubbing up. Oh, my God. I love it. Michael and the guys Phelps who did, hosted. Oh, yeah. He was bad, too. Yeah. The people who um, did that, they were, weren't they like bumbling idiots, from what I recall? Probably. Were they kind of like like the hitmen you would imagine in a Looney Tunes cartoon? Correct. Hey, boss. I got <laughs> yes, a boss. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, Michael Phelps, Justin Bieber's 2013. They say the show lacked preparation because he was always surrounded by a big and fussy entourage. Oh, jeez. Paris Hilton, uh, hosted in 2005, got low marks. Tina Fey once complained that Paris was defiantly disengaged and acted as though everyone should be grateful she was there. Adrian Brody, hosted in 2003, did not win over the audience. He was most famous uh, for the serious Holocaust movie, The Pianist. Oh, yeah, what a great movie. And then tried too hard to be silly to show off his range. Uh, other names on the list, Martin Lawrence, Andrew Dice Clay, Chevy Chase. <gasps> Martin Lawrence was terrible. Wasn't he the one who was telling like all these disgusting jokes? Yeah, he... Like female jokes. Essentially got himself banned. He had a long, gross, <laughs> sexist routine with, uh, yes. talking about the importance of feminine hygiene. Yes, I remember watching that too and going, why? What, what do you do? I look, I did a Nancy Kerrigan and you know, took it why? full circle. Why? Why? <laughs> That's like Millennial Hannah sounds when her knees are fine. Why? <laughs> Get on TikTok. All right, when we come back, A Quiet Place 2, uh, part two, um, let's, uh, let's watch the trailer together or listen to it, if you will. I know that you saw it last year, right? Right before the pandemic? <laughs> I saw it a year ago. Wow. All right, we'll discuss. Coming right up.